Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from coast to coast, border to border, and all the ships at sea. Defender of the Air is live and on the realm, bringing you video game news for the week of April 15th. Be sure to file your taxes. Hey everybody, welcome to Video Game News, VGN for short, right here on Defender of the Realm, and we I'm just going to come out right out of the gate. So, uh, earlier this week, we had a release trailer for Star Wars The Fallen Order, and I, I am just all Star Wars'd out. I am freaking out, totally... I, I'm just fanboying out here with Star Wars because not only do we get that release trailer, but a few days before that, we get the teaser for Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. This is a great week, in my opinion, to be a Star Wars fan. So what do we know about this game, aside from the fact that the trailer was absolutely incredibly awesome? So first things first, uh, I'm sure you're really going to want to know this. Right now, the release date is November 15th. 2019 they are taking pre-orders so you know jump on that train if you if you're into that if you really want to do some pre-ordering november 15th so what do we know you will be playing a padawan or a padawan in training called cal kestis uh this game is going to really take place shortly after the events of uh, episode three revenge of the sith uh, order 66 uh you are in hiding you are trying to hide from the inquisition the inquisition as we know uh the emperor dispatches them because not all the jedis were really kind of taken in that great purge uh, jedis and padawans so the inquisition is going to be hunting down you know, these sort of Jedis that escaped and Padawans that escaped, and you as Cal Kestis is one of them. Uh, not only are you chased by the Inquisition, but you are chased more specifically by a character known as the Second Sister, uh, who she's pretty much a ruthless Jedi hunter. Um, is she one of these, like, Sith witches? We're not really sure yet, but that's that's kind of what we know right now. We also know that you are going to be trained, uh, your character Cal is going to be trained by a former Jedi named Seri, I believe, C-E-R-E, uh, and what the developers and, and the story writers are saying right now is the training you're going to receive is absolutely unconventional. Um, pretty much, they're, they're like, this is not going to be your typical Jedi-Padawan relationship that we've seen uh, in the films and even, you know, in a show like Rebels, because, you know, not for nothing... Um, the developers have said, you know, films like Rogue One and the series Rebels highly influence this game. And, you know, all these Jedi-Padawan relationships that you've seen, mentor-mentee relationships you've seen, the one between Cal and Siri is, or Seri is, it's not going to be anything like that at all. The other thing we know is that lightsaber combat. There is definitely going to be a lot of highly detailed lightsaber combat. It might, you know... I've heard different things, and, and looking up from different sources, uh, it's going to be one of these things, easy to pick up, difficult to master, uh, this is definitely not going to be a hack and slash type game, uh, if you're a button masher, this is not going to be the game for you, uh, it's definitely going to be story driven, it's going to be character driven, the lightsaber combat is going to be very, very detailed, however, the developers do want a wide range of people playing this game. So they're going to have a wide range of difficulties. Uh, some people suspect that it's going to be similar to God of War, where you're going to get, you know, the easy mode's going to be pretty, you know, if you're not really that great of a gamer, 
to, you know, you are a hardcore gamer, you love those impossible challenges, there's going to be that range of difficulty levels for you. So don't worry about that. And I'm sure, look, as, as it starts to draw closer, as the release starts to draw closer, you know, we're going to, uh, we're definitely going to hear a lot more about that. Let's shift on over to another great game, Battlefield Five. All right, so this week, actually starting today, which is the 18th, uh, and going all the way to the 24th, we're getting a new game mode, uh, a temporary game mode. It's called Grind. Uh, it's a 64-player variant of Conquest. So basically, you're going to have three capture points, and they're going to be all set up in a line. So if you think of, and this is the map that I saw online, I have not done the update yet, so I have not had a chance to play it. But basically, if you know the map Twisted Steel, think of um, three capture points all along that Twisted Steel bridge, and you're pretty much playing on that bridge, and probably a little bit of the space around it. So you're jam-packing a lot of people pretty much in a hallway, in a corridor, and they're going for it. Um, they're trying this this game mode out. Uh, the, de- the developers have said that this is really designed to help people rank up very, very quickly, because you're going to get that close and intense combat. Um, three capture points, straight line, not really going to be able to flank very much, which is kind of the hallmark of the game, and which is when I play it, especially, you know, now I'm playing a lot as Recon. Flanking is what I love to do. Uh, This is definitely going to be a challenge. Um, So, yeah, currently in my Battlefield 5 run right now, I am really going to town playing Recon. I'm not saying I'm playing it very, very well, but I'm enjoying playing it. And it's a class that I never really enjoyed playing a lot in the past. But for some reason, I'm really, really enjoying it now uh, in Battlefield 5. My original favorite class, and it is now my second favorite class, is support. So I have a feeling that when I play grind, I'm going to be suiting back up with my heavy machine gun and, you know, dishing out the supply packs and uh, just throwing the explosives out there. I have a feeling that my support player is going to rank up really, really quick uh, playing this. And like I said, it's available right now, uh, the 18th, all the way up into uh, April 24th. So get that update going and get out there and start playing it. Let's talk Anthem, shall we? So right now, BioWare is not really releasing any statistics, like any kind of feedback statistics or anything like that. Uh, Look, this is not a very, very popular game. This game is getting trashed left and right. So much so, as you know, um, I reviewed Anthem a few episodes back when it came out. I did a follow-up on it where I compared it to uh, The Division 2. And, you know, while I didn't speak very negatively about it, I also didn't speak very positively. I was very lukewarm, very neutral on it. Game is gone now. I have traded it in. I'm going to hold on to that credit. I'm going to be a lot more careful and cautious about games that I purchase uh, in the future. And, yeah, I've pretty much given up on Anthem. And... This is the consensus out there that this game, it it pretty much flopped and fizzled upon release. Even though, you know, with pre-sales and, and that first week of release, I mean, it, it raked in the cash. Absolutely. But it has not been picking up steam since. So, you know, like I said, Bioware hasn't released any statistics or anything like that. So if you go on Reddit and you look for Syntax the Great, and that's GR8, uh, he conducted a poll. A very, very informal poll, and from what I read, I think he got about 
over a thousand respondents. So it's a fairly decent size of the Anthem market. Not going to bore you with all the details. I'm going to hit you with a few statistics here. So uh, 50% of the people that he po- uh, that he polled said that during their gameplay they've encountered bugs. I am surprised that it is only 50%. I'm surprised it's not a lot higher than that because I definitely would have said, yes, I've encountered bugs. Uh, 56% of the people polled rated the loot drops or the loot system a 1 out of 5. Again, 56%. I'm surprised it's not much higher than that, but whatever. And 53% of respondents, and I am going to be one of these even though I didn't take the poll, but 53% of the respondents have quit the game for good. Uh, It's done, it's gone, it's out of their lives, and... um, it's never coming back. So earlier this week, actually I believe yesterday, the 17th, BioWare was going to do a live stream. They're going to live stream to the very few remaining fans out there, I guess, kind of giving them a roadmap of the future, telling them, you know, bugs and fixes that are going to be coming out and different types of game modes and whatnot. And their internet basically got cut. Uh, they experienced some technical 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 difficulties, and um, they postponed the live stream till next week. Next week, really? Uh, you know, look, when the internet goes down at my job, it usually takes them a while to get it back up, especially, you know, if, if it's really like a hardware issue, if a line was cut, if there was a server somewhere that went down, you know, whoever it is that takes care of that, it, it does take them a day, maybe sometimes two days to get things back up and running. But if you already had a presentation planned, once that hard line is established, why aren't you going to schedule it? It's almost like, you know, did, did it really happen? Was there really like like a cut in the line and, and they can't communicate anymore? Or is this Bioware sort of saying like, there's really nobody out there? And this is the thing. And, 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 and here it is, you know, and it's, it's, it's really not just Bioware. It's, it's really EA who, who as, as we know, took over. And people are not very thrilled about that. And they're saying, look, this is kind of EA's M.O., is they release a game, the game really doesn't do that great, and they kind of take their ball and go home. You know, they cash their chips in, they fold their cards, and they're pretty much, well, that's it, we're not giving any more support. To me, that's kind of what it looks like here. Because, again, you're going to live stream, you have technical issues. I mean, the company didn't disappear off the face of the earth. I mean, somebody cut the line, supposedly. Um... It shouldn't take you that long to fix. And if you already had a presentation ready to go, why are we waiting a week on it? I mean, it's not like, you know, all the fans or however many fans are left out there were going away for vacation somewhere. I mean, people are ready for this. Okay, you're going to lay out a roadmap of the future for Anthem. Okay, there's technical difficulties. So let's do it in a couple of days. A week later, let's see what happens a week from now. Let's see if they actually do... um, they do hold that live stream and they do let people know what's going on. All right, so uh, last week on the news, I talked about the release uh, or the teaser trailer, I should say, for Bloodlines 2, the long-awaited, long-anticipated sequel to Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. So 
If you are a Bloodlines fan or a Vampire the Masquerade fan like I am, you are probably wondering, because again, this is a direct sequel. It does not take place in L.A. like the first game did. It takes place in Seattle. But if you're sort of wondering what happened to some of the characters you know, at the end of the game, and especially since uh, the first Bloodlines had multiple endings, sort of like what is the canon ending? You know, what happened to... to Prince LaCroix, uh, what happens to Nine Rodriguez, what happens to, you know, Beckett, what happens to the Kui Jin, you know, I'm gonna, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know this person, I've never really communicated with her, I found her video and then her, vi- her channel on YouTube, uh, her name is Outstar, O-U-T-S-T-A-R, you can find her on YouTube, you can find her on Twitch, you can find her on Twitter, uh, you could also find her on Instagram, to me, she's your go-to source for all things Bloodlines. Um, she has a video out there basically saying what happened at the end of Blood... Or what happens between Bloodlines and Bloodlines 2. You know, what happens to your favorite NPCs, what is canon, what is not. She is compiled from all the books and the game manuals and all the information that she has. Um, she's compiled and she has some great videos out there where she, she will tell you... You know, what happened to some of your favorite characters, where they are, and, you know, she also kind of reviews the trailer, not in this video, but in another video. She reviews the trailer for Bloodlines 2. Uh, she talks about what she expects from Bloodlines 2. She was invited to some events, so, you know, this girl is in the know. Uh, I'm going to put up a link to that uh, one video. It's going to be in the description for this podcast, so definitely check it out. And like I said, if you're a Vampire the Masquerade fan, uh, a Bloodlines fan, I would definitely look out for her YouTube channel, Outstar. Um, It's great. I'm getting a lot of my information from there, so definitely go and check it out. All right, short news week, so now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, at least I hope it is, is what have I been playing this past week? Um, Still really going to town on MLB 19, really, really enjoying it, kind of getting back into NBA 2K19 again. You know, I love the sports games, can't really put them down, but, you know, I've started to pick up some other games. Uh, I am really going to town on Skyrim. Um, As you guys know, I did, uh, I discussed uh, a Pure Mage build, so my Pure Mage, uh, I'm just continuing the saga, you know, her adventures, having a great time with that, going through the Civil War between the Stormcloaks and the Empire, a lot, a lot of fun with that. Um, Knights of the Old Republic. I am getting back into that. Uh, I had started a game a while back. Uh, I didn't get very far into it, so I pretty much deleted that, and I'm starting all over from scratch and really, really enjoying it. And I brought back an old favorite. I've never really talked about this game, but uh, it's a game that I really enjoyed, and, um, you know, I kind of put it down for a while, and I picked it back up, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs is an open-world game where you're an undercover cop in Hong Kong uh, trying to take down the triad. Uh, The combat system is great. Um, the gunplay is great in it. It's a third-person shooter. Um, you know, it's a third—it's a third-person open-world game, and it's a lot of fun. And supposedly, uh, Donnie Yen is going to—you know—star uh, in a in a cinematic adaptation of this movie, which is would be really really cool because it's a great story of you know of an undercover cop that. You know, he, he's he's infiltrating the triads, but the thing is, is he grew up in this neighborhood, so he knows a lot of these guys, and he actually has, 
he there's there's some good blood with some of the guys and there's some bad blood with some of the other with, with some of these other triad members and it's sort of you know as the story progresses is is he becoming disillusioned disillusioned with you know the police and and, and that whole system uh is he going too deep uh, undercover and it's it's just a lot of fun it's a great game and uh yeah i haven't played it in a while so i picked it back up um and i think you know you could pick it up you could pick it up pretty cheap somewhere if you have, if you never played it before sleeping dogs i highly recommend it it's a really fun game guys thanks for listening thanks for hanging out with me uh i will be back later this week it is star wars month i have more star wars games to talk about uh, fallen order does not count even though i'm very excited for that game do me a favor, head on over to www.brothersandarmchairs.com. That is the uh, website that's going to link you up to every single podcast in the Brothers and Armchairs Network. This is Jay. Good gaming to you.